we can be a model to so many other people in our communities and people that might be paying attention outside of our community, really show them that, hey, this can be done. And when it's done right and done well, people are happier and healthier and uh, business gets better. Uh, everything kind of blossoms as a result of you being committed to culture. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. Welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four, exploring the leadership and cultural journey that we've been on internally here at Lippert Components, and also hearing from incredible leaders from around the world in totally different spaces and how to really leverage and optimize leadership and culture to drive high performance. Last week, we had an incredible conversation with Notre Dame head football coach Brian Kelly discussing his leadership philosophy and then also talking about ways to create environments of high-performance motivation, particularly amid a season of ambiguity, challenge, and change that we are all experiencing. At Lipper Components, we've been on an awesome leadership and cultural journey over the last eight years because we believe that business can and should be a force for good if we can do business better. And so today, I am so excited to sit down with our own CEO, Jason Lippert, to explore the journey that we've been on over the past several years, and also just hear what's on his heart about what's next for that journey. Before we do, I wanna share a little bit more about the Academy itself, like why we exist, what we do, and how we can hopefully come alongside of you and provide service and value to the journey that you're on. So again, we've been on this journey and we have learned a ton over the last several years. Uh, we learned a lot through mistakes as well. So we learned what didn't work. We found some stuff that's worked. Um, and we have just continued to see our people grow and flourish and learn to discover purpose, passion, and high performance through work. And so we've had a lot of companies come to us and say, hey, like, what are you doing, right? And in the midst of that, we realized, wow, we've learned a lot. And it's part of our responsibility to share those insights with others. And so that's really where the Academy was born out of, is a heart to, to share the knowledge that we've learned, to share some of our experiences, but also to come alongside of other leaders or businesses or teams who are either seeking to get on their own leadership and cultural journey, or to just brainstorm with people to take the next step and explore your own next layer of potential. Because again, we believe that great culture and great leadership is really the foundation for delivering high performance in any avenue, right? We talk about business a lot because we're a business, uh, but we also believe that leadership and culture is part of great families, right? Part of great communities. And so again, any opportunity that we can share that message or come alongside of those on their journey, we love the opportunity to do so. So the purpose of this podcast is to share some of those ideas and experiences and to also let you know that if you have interest in, in having us do a keynote speech or some training or coaching with your team, please reach out to us directly, academy at lci1.com. That comes straight to me. Um, and, and we can, again, explore what a partnership or an opportunity to work together may look like. So without further ado, however, I want to dive into our conversation today with, again, our CEO at LCI, Jason Lipper. Jason actually started I love this story, and so we'll explore it with him a little bit too. Uh, he actually started on the front lines of our business welding in our chassis team, and over the years has grown in his leadership and his influence all the way to be our CEO today. And so from the front lines to the C-suite, he has an incredible insight in our business and our organization. And really, it's that, that start of his in our business is the heart of why he does what he does as a leader today and the journey that we're on as a company. 
So we're live. Mr. Jason Leppert, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to, to dive into our conversation. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot in leadership development is to start with why. Leaders need to know why do they do what they do? What's sort of their under guiding purpose for what mm-hmm. they're doing? And so let's start there with you. What's your why on your leadership journey? Well, so I think, you know, uh, as I'm sitting here listening to the question being asked, I think that we all go through several iterations of, you know, what is your why over over your career? I'm 26 years in, and the things that I'm asking myself now around my why are different than what they were, you know, 15 years ago or when I first started. So I think today, one of the things that we can do as a company is really help people get to their why, because mm-hmm. before we really didn't have people asking the question. It was just, hey, get to work, go, 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 yeah. uh, build product, okay, next acquisition, next uh, organic growth. So for me today, it's, you know, it's, it's personal transformation, it's uh, personal impact, it's teaching our team members that while they're at work for 40 or 50 hours a week, they can have incredible impact on the human beings around them, uh, their family around them. And yeah. it's just something I don't think people give too much thought around until somebody says, hey, look, you know, if you really lead well, uh, you can probably impact people positively around you, take them from one state to another, uh, put them in a different spot where they can uh, they can maybe boost up and boost their self-confidence or, yeah. you know, so that's kind of, I think, what I'm most excited about right now is how do we engage people to realize they can have impact on the people around them. Yeah, that's huge. And it just makes me think of, you know, we're on this engagement journey as mm-hmm. well, right, where we define engagement as really connecting with the heads, the hearts, and the hands mm-hmm. of our people. And we've put the P's around the head, hearts, and hands, right? right? So it's like, you know, having a sense of purpose, right? Having a, a bit of passion about mm-hmm. you when you show up every day, and then being able to deliver high performance. Because mm-hmm. I think humans were wired to contribute, you know, wherever it is in your family or the community or the world that you're in. And so, you know, again, to your point of can our leaders, sort of get that aha moment of like, yeah. wow, yeah. this is what leadership's about. That's you right. know, we get to teach these things and help people connect to purpose, passion, and performance through business. Right. But that could be whatever, whatever your space is, right? Whether you're whether you're a family at home trying to create purpose, passion, performance in your kids and the mm-hmm. family, or a sport coach or a business leader or a nonprofit leader. Right. Like that's that's what I hear on your heart for yeah. every aspect. Yeah, so, you know, leadership ultimately is who you are. You know, you can be a leader in every aspect of life. Uh, all we're trying to do here at LCI is teach people or, or coach them up at work so they realize, you know, we can turn that light bulb on here. We can teach people how to lead better throughout their whole life uh, in every aspect they're plugged into, whether it's family, you know, sports, uh, work, and their peers around them, or whether just in the community and trying to be or set a good example. So, yeah, I think that's one of the cool things that we're doing today around leadership is, yeah, it's all applicable and helps us be a better company when we create better leaders and develop better leaders at work. But we're doing so much more than that because that impact just ripples beyond what they do at work. And, you know, if we can get, that's our goal right now, is just to turn that light bulb on in every single individual we've got in the company. And I think the thing we're talking most about in our leadership and our culture sessions today is not just we want our leaders to have the leadership values. We want everybody to have the leadership yeah. values. I mean, uh, you can lead whether you've got a team at work or whether it's just your, you know, your 
you're on your own or being led by somebody else. Totally. Yeah, we talk about a lot. Leadership is influence. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, That's nothing right. less. And so John Maxwell says that all the time. And so to your point is some of the listening sessions, you know, so every week Jason does frontline listening sessions with with now we've, you know, evolved that to influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Not just frontline leaders, but people that have influence, that people follow them and respond out on the right. floor. And it's been fun to see some of those light bulbs come on and people get excited of like, oh, wow, this culture thing is like my responsibility too. And it's not just my leaders. Like I can live this on a daily basis and try to inspire and encourage those around me to get on board and get on the LCI culture train too, you know, which is really just about caring for each other. And that's not a hard train to get on if you ask me. That's not. It's pretty easy. Yeah. One of the things you said is like, you know, 15 years ago or 26 years ago, you were thinking about things differently. And so let's let's rewind a little bit. You know, we weren't we weren't talking about influencers and purpose, passion and performance 26 Mm -hmm. years ago or, you know, even eight years ago when we got on our cultural journey. So maybe just share for listeners of what was the catalyst to get us on our own leadership and cultural journey? Because, again, here at the Academy, our heart and mission is committed to coming alongside of other individuals who are either just getting started on their journey or on the journey and want a team to come alongside of them and help them navigate that. So maybe talk to us a little bit about what got us on the journey to start with. Yeah, just to hear you say Leadership Academy, just as an ex- <laughs> a real good example of how far we've come <laughs> in the last, uh, you know, eight years we've been on this journey. But, you know, for us, it was, uh, you know, it was a little bit maturing as a company and realizing that there were more steps to take. And, you know, and a little bit of it was personal. But for me, it came through a lot of, reading a lot of people, you know, questioning how the company was doing things. We, we came across a really good real-life example in Bob Chapman and Barry mm-hmm. Waymiller, who was on a, a long, uh, decade-long culture journey of their own that, mm-hmm. you know, we really saw how they did things and, and felt that that could have been something that we could, we could embark on. A constant question we were asking every year, you know, why are so many people leaving LCI? Yeah. And it wasn't that, it wasn't that we didn't understand Totally why. We just weren't digging deep enough. Mm-hmm. We saw 115% attrition in 2013. And, you know, that's the equivalent today of, you know, 13 or 14,000 people making the decision to leave the company. So at that point in time, we just started asking, why are people leaving? And, and we went a couple steps further and, and went out and, and literally started asking people. We started yeah. doing some surveys. We started getting some feedback. And we realized very quickly that uh, that there, there were some leadership opportunities that uh, that the company had grown so fast and furious that, you know, we weren't keep, keeping up facilities and, and maintaining them the way we could be, providing some of the, the services and support we could for mm-hmm. our, our team members. And, and then really just waking up to the fact that, you know, LCI is people's home away from home here, our team yeah. members' home away from home for a good chunk of the week. You know, there was a lot of personal prayer on my end and just, you know, what's next? And there's got to be more, more than growth for the company. Um, and the answers just kept coming back. Well, you know, how are we taking care of our team members? Yeah. How are we caring for our team members? Are we listening to our team members? And ultimately, those questions that we started asking ourselves and we started asking our team members that are here every day, we just, we got to a point where the answers just started becoming clear. Mm-hmm. And the first steps were like, hey, look, you know, we don't hold anybody to any value. So let's start, let's cre- create core values for the awesome. company. Like a lot of companies have, we just never did it because we always thought it was kind of fake. People would put those values on the wall and then we we would know people wouldn't follow follow that. So we said, hey, look, we're going to do it and we're going to hold people accountable. Yeah. And that really kicked us off on a seven-year, eight-year journey now to to take, just be committed to take one step at a time. 
Yeah. Um, and it started with the values. It started with let's create values. Let's hold people accountable. And if they can be held held accountable to those great values, then then uh, we'll, we'll we'll create the the nucleus for a great company. But if we don't hold anybody accountable, nobody's going to really. Nobody cares. Nobody's <laughs> well, and I think even too, just for our listeners to understand, yeah, core values were a critical part of it, but what really the catalyst was extreme ownership from the top, yeah, right? Of true. you set that in motion. And I know you're super humble about it, but then the collective ownership and buy-in from your leader, senior leadership team as well to help hold people accountable mm-hmm. along the way That's right. it has been an important part because all of this is wonderful and people are hungry for it, mm-hmm. but it takes that extreme ownership of the top for it for it to allow to permeate throughout right and then the courage of our team members to voice and actually share what it was they were seeing and the responsiveness within that and i think core values right became that anchor to which we could all come back to as to why we're doing what we're doing but also how we're going to go about doing those things so you know again that extreme ownership commitment to and accountability of those core values that really are who we are and that would have been a lot easier to do when we were a hundred person company starting out, but to do all this with, you know, thousands and thousands of people uh, with a lot of history uh, was really difficult. So I'm really proud of the team for, because it took everybody being consistent, not just me and not just a handful of other people uh, down to every division we had, the leadership had to take the same tone with that accountability issue to our core values or it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And I, you know, honestly, like we've had this conversation a lot of me being at LCI and how, you know, you're a heck of a salesman in in bringing me here. But but really why I'm here is because of your commitment to that vision and because of how special it is. Like, I, I love when people are like, oh, well, you can do that because you're a tech company. You can have sleep right, pods and, right. you know, all this fun stuff. Or like, well, you know, you're private, so you can do stuff like that, right. <laughs> you know, or, right. you know, you're regional. And what I love about what we're trying to build here is like, now we're global. Yeah. So we're trying to figure <laughs> <laughs> how to do this in all of our, you know, European families that, yeah. that are we're starting to integrate. Yeah. Um, ah, we're publicly traded. Right. And so we're, you know, we're having tough conversations with the board and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, help everybody understand what true stakeholder investment looks mm-hmm. like, right? And oh, yeah, no, we're global as well. We, what I say? Public, global, and oh, and we're manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. you know, all we're, hard things to all hard things. get culture by. But if we can do it here, right, yeah. we can do that anywhere. Yeah, and I think and that's the greatest message totally. that we have. Is in, you know, I think, you know, when we talk about, you know, what do we want long term, part of that answer comes around, look, we're a model for other just like Barry Wimmler was to, and Bob Chapman was to us, we can be a model to so many other people in our communities and people that might be paying attention outside of our community, really show them that, hey, this can be done. And when it's done right and done well, people are happier and healthier and uh, business gets better. Uh, Everything kind of blossoms as a result of you being committed to culture. Yeah, and and you know, just hearing you so flesh out a little bit more. We talk about okay, the impact of business and culture that it has on our people and our business. Like, talk a little bit more about what are those things? What have you seen be impacted positively because we've committed to a leadership and cultural journey? Yeah, so I mean, for me or for the for the company, there's there's six things that really get better once you start focusing on culture and taking care of your people, being consistent around values. Uh, you know, we've done a lot of other, we've taken a lot of other steps, like we've hired leadership coaches and you've got a team of coaches that go around and and coach our, our frontline leaders and frontline team members all across the world, which is phenomenal. I don't, I still don't to this day know of any company yeah. that has 
you know, a leadership coaching team. Yeah. And then on top of that, we've taken other steps with personal development and philanthropy and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, some of these things are, you know, it's it's cool to watch everything grow organic now that we've taken that first step right. because there's so many different tangents that, you know, even our own divisions are saying, hey, can we do this? I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it lines up with the core values mm -hmm. and we're leading people better, uh, the culture takes another step. Yeah, by all means, that's what we want. We want our, our divisions to take those steps and our people to take those steps. So those six things, right? So, yeah, the, so you get me back to. No, was, no. Yeah. Yeah. So the six things. <laughs> we get so excited yes, talking about this stuff. I just I love it. <laughs> so, you know, so when, you know, when we focus on culture, the next thing is people stay longer. Yep. They want to stay. They say, this is my company. I want to retire here. They say mm -hmm. all those sorts of things because most people, and then the statistic that Chapman uses all the time is 88% of the people uh, feel like they work for a, uh, a company that doesn't care about them, which you know puts 12 people into the, into the world of doing culture right. Well, right. so if when you do that right, people say, hey, we're going to stay. I've never worked at a company like this before. Uh, I've worked at a lot of other companies that treated me horribly or I just didn't have a good experience. So this is a good experience. I'm going to stay. I see what I like. I like what I see. You know, so when they stay, uh, people tend to get into the job. They, you know, if they come to the work in a work cell every day, they're going to, uh, they're going to eventually do their job better if they're there for two or three or five years, um, which means efficiency gets better, quality gets better, safety gets better, and we also say innovation gets better. Uh, people innovate the manufacturing jobs, or it doesn't have to be a manufacturing job. It can be a, an administrative process. process. Yeah, it can capacity. be a yeah, a professional, you know, somewhere in the professional network, a process getting better there. But um, but they start innovating there. They start yeah. innovating processes. They start innovating product, the outcome. When you're in a job or you're dealing with a, a work cell or a work area or a position where somebody's in and out of that job mm -hmm. all the time, you never get any consistency or momentum. So innovation, quality, safety, efficiency all get better. And then we say on the human side of the benefits, you know, people just go home happier. Yeah. They go home happier. They're generally treating their families better. They're generally uh, in a position where they can, you know, be more positive and they carry those values and the leadership beyond the workplace into the home or into the community, which we can all agree is a good thing. Totally. Uh, we need that today. Um, and then, you know, the other, the other byproduct is mental health, uh, physical health. You get when people are treated really well at work and they're in a good culture, uh, they're led well, they turn into good leaders, they're generally not stressed out all the time. Uh, the reason 88% of the people feel like they work for a company that doesn't care for them is because there's bad leadership or bad culture, uh, just a bad environment overall. So when you put them in a good culture and a good environment with good leadership, uh, they're not stressed out and anxious all the time. And 75% uh, of all chronic illness in this country today is caused by stress. And stress, the largest source of that is bad work environments. Right. So if we can if we can do culture and leadership well, you know, people get happier and healthier. Uh, innovation, quality, safety, efficiency get better. Those are the six things that come out of it. So you work on culture, you get all that benefit. It's kind of a no-brainer, but you got to work on the culture and the people and the leadership first. Yeah, it was, it's funny. Like even through the COVID season, you know, I, just watching our leadership team, how we handled and responded to that and committed to communication mm -hmm. and made decisions mm -hmm. and communicated those, even if they weren't the right ones yeah. and we had to change them quickly. Yeah. I mean, I would go home every night, like just jacked up, you know, mm -hmm. and talking to my friends and family about like, hey, we're doing this at LCI and yeah. this is happening. And, and then at one point, one of my friends was like, okay, Amber, cool. Like, I'm really happy for you. But you need to know that, like, none of us are having the same experience right, at work right. right now. So just so like, tone it down. Yeah, so tone it down a little bit, okay? 
And I was like, there's no kill switch on awesome, you know? So, so uh, anyways, but just like even amid hard things, like you could just see our culture come alive within that. And, and it's been a fun process yes. to, to watch and to see it get forged through difficulty mm-hmm. in these last several months. The other thing I think that you touch on that is important to know is just sort of the scientific underpinning of this, you know, about how like mental and physical health impacts our team members and how they show up every day mm-hmm. and how if we can create environments that are conducive to human high performance, Well, guess what? Even if you don't necessarily care about people, which you should check yourself if you don't, like then at least understand that that if you create cultures that are aligned with this, you're going to get what you want, right? Which is the business metrics and high performance or sport performance or whatever domain you're in, you know, that you're after within that. And so, you know, when you said the model, like we're trying to create a model. Well, even just off of that, like why modeling is so important is like, that's the number one way that humans learn. Mm -hmm. If you've ever seen a baby, like they learn by watching other people do things. And then all of a sudden they start trying things and little by little, they, they acquire more just based on how the human brain is designed. And I think that that's been a really cool way that we've been able to even evolve our own conversations internally because we, we've everybody's got skeptics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and we talk about positive attitude is one of our core values because you and I, you know, we naturally love positive attitude, sure. but some aren't wired that way. But when we learn that the brain in a positive state thinks more clearly, thinks more creatively, and it problem solves better, Well, now all of a sudden that becomes a performance enhancing strategy, right? right? And so it's really been awesome to see the spectrum of individuals because people are different. People are wired differently. We need them wired differently. Like we need our engineers wired a certain way, our IT team wired a certain way, our leadership development people wired a certain way to be great at their craft. But to again, be able to speak that spectrum of leadership and culture are important to your earlier point of buy-in down to the front lines because in big companies or spread out companies, it can't be just one person. Person. It has to be a culture that that really gets ingrained in the individuals throughout the entire entity. So we are coming up on our time together here. Any final thoughts before we get to our the leadership training we're going to leave our people with? Yeah. So, you know, like I said earlier, I think it's in seven or eight years, we've taken a lot of steps in the in the culture and leadership journey. And it's both. I mean, we're trying to do things to make the business better through through our, our leadership, uh, through our personal development, through our philanthropy. Uh, through just general uh, culture improvement in the business. And as we've empowered people to continue to bring things to the table that make things better, we, there's an unlimited amount of steps we can take. So, you know, I can't tell you what the next five steps are going to be. We're working on a few right now. You know, one of them is we want every leader to have an action plan. We want every leader to have just a few things they're working on. And whether they're, you know, taking it right off the leadership card and looking at, you know, how can I be a better motivator? How can I be a better servant leader? How, how can I be more humble coachable? How can I uh, be more courageous? How can I be a more effective communicator? You know, when you look at, just pick one. Yeah. You know, pick one of those things. And I think one of the things we do as human beings is we try to look at all the information and constantly getting flogged with stuff. So it's flooded with stuff. So it's pick one, maybe motivator. Maybe that's the area I need to work. You just work on it for two weeks and then pick another one. And all we're asking leaders to do is take steps. It's the same thing we're doing in our culture journey. We're trying to figure out what those next steps are. And the more ideas we get, I'm confident we'll take more good steps toward better leadership, toward better culture. But everybody's got to be committed to to have a plan. And that's kind of, I think, one of our, our next steps is every leader uh, has an action plan. Every person in the company next year maybe have a leadership action plan. Like I said, it would be great. This company would be even better if every single human being, leader, or, or team member 
would have an action plan to be yeah. a better leader and act like a leader because that just makes our company and our culture better. So, you know, and then down the road, we ultimately want more and more companies to just follow our lead. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're following somebody else's lead. That's how we got in this. Yeah. And it's made the business better. It's made our people better. People are having more fun. You know, that's that's what we want. And we're getting a lot of questions thrown at us right now. How are you guys getting this done? Your results are so great and you're working all these things and you say you got, you know, 20 people in the leadership mm-hmm. culture positions. We don't even have one. Well, let's, we want to show companies how they can get started. Yeah. That's how, the, that's where Leadership Academy comes in. And I think it's, again, Leadership Academy was a step, you right. know, and, you know, was it January 2018 yeah. or 2019? So, you know, we've, we've made all these cool steps. We're going to continue to, to, to take more steps. And uh, the great thing about culture and leadership journeys is that they're endless. They, yeah. There's no, there's no, so ceiling. much work to do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so to that point, two things, your high performance leadership training for all of us on here, right, is get a leadership action plan. Doesn't have to be pretty. It can Mm -hmm. be a sticky note. Like Jason just Mm -hmm. said, put one thing on there that you're going to focus for two weeks to grow yourself as a leader. Take that next step. And then secondly, the academy. Anything that we can do to come alongside of you, he's an incredible resource, and this is something that he is passionate about. And so, you know, if there there are leaders out there that you've got questions on how to get started or, you know, ways to think differently about this, email us again, academy at lci1.com, so we can start that conversation with you because we've got resources for days in here um, that have people committed to leadership and culture and building high-performing organizations that win both in business and in people's lives. Jason, thank you so much for being with us today. I love our conversation. Um, Yeah, every time that we have a chance to get together, I'm just further encouraged and um, invigorated that what we're doing is the right thing, Mm -hmm. that we get to work with people all over the globe that are listening to this podcast and be a part of their journey as as they navigate is is part of why I do what I do, Mm -hmm. you know, that just to be a spark for it. And so I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to to be who we are at LCI um, and to also, you know, serve a lot of people on the outside of our company too. So thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your leadership. Yeah. And here's here's the next step in our own journey. Nice. <laughs> well. Every time I can sit down with Jason is an opportunity for me to get reconnected to why we do what we do. I, I am here because of the vision that is on his heart um, that we are all striving after together. And I am always awed and inspired by his conviction, by his passion, and by his sheer will determination of manifesting whatever it is in his heart to manifest. And just his willingness to, to, to listen what's in his heart and to follow that call despite you know some of the pushback or naysayers that might be out there in the world. So Jason, thank you for all that you do for our organization and for inspiring other organizations to get on their own leadership and cultural journey. Again, if there's any way that the Academy can come alongside of you, whether that's through keynote speaking, training, coaching, or just brainstorming ideas on how to get better as a team or an organization, we love to exchange ideas. We love to learn from you all as well. And so you can uh, reach out to us directly, academy at lci1.com to explore what those potentials might look like. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Liberty Academy for Leadership podcast. This has been your host for today, Dr. Amber Selking, and we are looking forward to continue to help make business a force for good in this world. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.